Good afternoon and welcome to Free to Be Faithful. I'm moderator Kip Allen. Free to Be Faithful is a religious liberty education and awareness program created by the Lutheran Church Missouri Synod in response to increasing governmental incursions into religious life. People of faith and our institutions have come under increasing attack in recent years from secular sources as well. Part of being a good Christian is being a good consumer. Do we patronize businesses that reflect our values or contribute to causes that are antithetical to our beliefs? How are we to know? An organization named Second Vote was created to give just such information to consumers. My guest today is Mr. Robert Kuykendall, Second Vote's communications director. Mr. Kuykendall, welcome to the program. Uh, thank you, Kip. I'm glad to be here and uh, and very grateful for the opportunity to uh, share our message and share the information and research that we develop at Second Vote with your listeners. Well, how did Second Vote get started? It has ver- an interesting history, I believe. Yeah, it's a uh, it's we're a new organization. We'll just start there. Uh, relatively uh, young as form as uh, as far as a creating a movement in the uh, cultural political space in this country. But uh, Second Vote was uh, founded in 2013. Our founder and chairman, uh, Dr. David Black, was a successful businessman, and he was asked at the grocery store, like many people are. Uh, if he would donate to the March of Dimes while he was checking out. And we've seen the, the, the screen where we're allowed to add a dollar, two dollars to our, uh, to our tab when we check out. And, and he thought the March of Dimes did good work, uh, helping babies. Uh, and he said, uh, you know, yes, I'll, I'll donate a dollar today. And when he walked out of the store, his wife says, well, why did you do that? Why did you donate to the March of Dimes? He says, what do you mean? I always donate to the March of Dimes. I think it's a good charity. And she said, well, I just read uh, recently that the March of Dimes supports Planned Parenthood. And for Dr. Black, that was uh, concerning because he's always been uh, lived his life uh, upholding pro-life values. He's been very active in the pro-life movement. And he said, well, I would never support Planned Parenthood, uh, but that seems a bit odd that March of Dimes would be supporting Planned Parenthood. And furthermore, this grocery store is helping March of Dimes raise money and in turn support Planned Parenthood. So there's this network, there's this flow chart of, of, of dollars going from the donor through the company, the grocery store, to the charity that actually ends up with uh, Planned Parenthood. And uh, so he got, did a little research and found, indeed, that you could find tax records and show that March of Dimes was uh, get, sending grant money to uh, Planned Parenthood. And this was uh, back in, uh, like I said, 2013. So uh, he, he got a research team together to look at other organizations because if this is someone who is educated, uh politically active, understands the issues, understands uh, how uh, advocacy groups are in, involved in the political process, uh, but he didn't know about this connection. How many other people like him or like-minded who were donating to nonprofits or were uh, giving uh, or doing business with corporations who were funding nonprofits that would end up donating to Planned Parenthood or other organizations that really didn't line up with his uh, values, his conservative values, uh, Judeo-Christian values. Uh, so that's where really the inspiration for Second Vote was to just find out what companies and what nonprofits were involved 
funneling money that comes from consumers and from their donors into uh, organizations, advocacy groups that uh, support public policy or support a cultural agenda that doesn't line up with ours. I'm sure you're aware that just recently something like 180 CEOs of companies have taken out an ad in the, in the New York Times calling pro-life legislation bad for business. Yeah, isn't that, uh, isn't that incredible? I, uh, we actually have a story up on our website. If your listeners would go to secondvote.com, they can see a lot of the content uh, that we develop. It's based on our research, and we really show how corporations are connected to, to events, to uh, the political debate as it happens on a weekly basis. And, uh, yes, the, the CEOs basically said, abortion is good for business, uh, which is a bizarre statement to me because companies rely on consumers. Uh, companies rely on, on growing the number of customers to continue to uh, invest in, in business growth. And I, it is beyond me to, to, to understand why any CEO would support a practice that eliminates a future consumer, because that's what this is. That's what abortion does. Every, uh, every baby is going to one day grow up to have a bank account. They're going to uh, have a job. They're going to, be, they're going to need to consume the basic necessities for life. And for every baby that, that is killed before it's born, that is another customer that every business has lost. So it seems that, um, so it seems that these, these corporations are really, uh, uh, these CEOs are really uh, aren't understanding what is going on here with the abortion movement. They're certainly not doing best uh, by their business and by their employees because, again, goes back to, why would any business want to want to harm its consumers or future consumers? Um, and secondly, this is a, uh, a friend of mine was really concerned because uh, she said this actually sets the clock back on how corporations and companies deal with their female employees because these companies are saying we want our female employees to have abortions or have the ability to have abortions, and I don't know if any company has actually benefited from uh, abortion uh, other than uh, this is uh, this is perpetuating a anti-fertility mindset uh, this is this is you know, there are some good things a lot of good things that have happened in the last century and the pro-abortion culprit culture is effectively demanding women give up motherhood and it's acting as if pregnancy is a disease um, but this mindset resulted in women being fired for being pregnant just 50 years ago um, so I think that this is also the fact that male and male CEOs are saying this. This is an attack on their female employees. There are a number of other categories that you judge a company by. What are they besides abortion? Well, we look at a, at a, at a, at a range of issues, and we focus on, of course, the life issue. And uh, then we look at marriage, religious liberty, environmental issues, the Second Amendment, education, and immigration policy. Uh, we wanted to look at, at where corporations were involved in matters of public policy and matters of, of culture uh, to really be able to show that there are there are activist groups that are working. You know, Planned Parenthood is a great example, but you also have organizations like um, like the Center for uh, Reproductive Rights. Uh, you, that's the organization that helped to get all these CEOs uh, together to sign this. Uh, this 
this petition that we were just talking about, you have various groups involved and active on these issues. So we looked at the, the, the seven issues to say we can start finding where corporations are donating to advocacy groups, other nonprofits, and show where there's a direct donation, where there's a direct advocacy on those issues, we can start to create a score, uh, a, a metric to show does this company lean to the left or does it lean to the right? If a company gives a direct donation to a bad actor, such as Planned Parenthood, uh, you know, we would say that's a liberal activity. They get a one on the scale. But if they were to donate to an organization that uh, that, that affirms life, that for example, uh, a, uh, a, crisis, a pro-life crisis pregnancy center, they get a five. That's what we believe that's conservative activity. So we scored these uh, companies on a scale of one to five. We average the scores on the various issues to really give a, a, a visual or numerical picture of do these companies lean to the left or the right. Uh, but we also talk a lot about neutral companies. You'll see in our, our database, and again, your listeners can go to secondvote.com uh, and look at our company scores. And you'll see a lot of companies that are scored a three. And we say a three is neutral. And usually a lot of these neutral companies have not engaged in any advocacy, leaning left, leaning right, on any of the issues. They are just neutral. They focus on their business. They don't use their company brand as a platform to push an agenda. And we think that's a great place for a company to be. Uh, we think that conservatives, Christians, people who uphold Judeo-Christian values, and people who, uh, who don't want companies to get involved in the political process and political debates in the first place, we believe that anyone can go do business with these companies, and they're not having to worry, is their dollar being used to fund activism or to fund advocacy that would go against their values? Say, for example, I were to single out a particular company, say uh, Facebook, and go to their uh, rating on your site, what would I see? Well, every company that is on our, in our database, we've, uh, we've scored about just almost 900 companies now uh, in nonprofits. We've actually investigated over 4,000 different entities. But if, if they go to our website and go through our database, it's a searchable forum, uh, the Every company is listed by its score. And, you know, again, we talked about the scale of one through five. Uh, you can see really the, the big picture of this company. Uh, but every piece of information that we've used to determine the score is cited to an original source. You go to Facebook. Facebook's one of the bad actors. Uh, Facebook scores a one. They're liberal. They score a one on every single category we score. And if you look at their at the company page, we have an entire profile that shows what Facebook has done, how they've partnered with uh, not only organizations that uh, support abortion, but they've also partnered with organizations that have advocated for the Paris Climate Agreement uh, that the United States has withdrawn from uh, because of the implications it has for uh, uh, for the economy. Uh, but you can see where Facebook has pledged to continue supporting that Paris Climate Agreement. Facebook's also supported um, a think tank that supports a carbon tax. So all of this information is cited with, uh, with direct uh, documentation, and you can see why a Facebook not only scores a one on the life issue, but they score a one on environmental issues as well. 
and Facebook is a, again a bad actor. They score ones, or they lean left, or they're they're liberal organization across the board on every issue that second vote scores. So you'll actually have one overall rating on how they average out between the different positions that you have. And then when you go to that company, it's actually broken down by specific issues. Also, I yeah. noticed that uh, you're color-coded as well as numerical-coded. Well, red means stop. Uh, that's uh, pretty universal. Uh, so, yes, uh, you'll see the ones are colored red. Threes and higher are green. And that goes back to what we were saying about neutral company. So, uh, yes, we are a conservative organization. Uh, and we uh, we admit that, and we 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 our values are based on traditional Judeo Christian values. But we uh, we we support companies like Chick Fil A. Uh, Chick Fil A and Hobby Lobby have been uh, great at really advancing our values on a on a national scale. Uh, but we don't want companies to have to think they have to be the next Chick Fil A. We have to, we want to support companies that are doing right by their customers. And doing right by their customers is being neutral, staying out of these debates, uh, because I can be comfortable going into your restaurant or to your store knowing you're not going to use my dollar to fund an agenda that I don't agree with. It's amazing how many of these companies do that. I know that a lot of companies do have a, a, a division within them for charitable donation, but uh, I, I was unaware that so many of them are politically active. Yes, and that's uh, the, the one of the things we've really learned over the years uh, and really been eye-opening and not in a good way. Charity, I used to say charity is quite the uh, cottage industry in America, and that's not even true anymore. Charity is a, is a burgeoning business. You know, these corporations, they do set up uh, charitable giving arms, and we do want to encourage charity, but we've... Uh, We've we've gotten the things a little bit backwards, and so and we've given away the vocabulary. We we want we want organizations, we want companies to help people, but we actually want them to help people. We we've we've kind of jumped the shark on how the idea culturally, the idea of charity has now become a, a lot more advocacy in nature than simply uh, doing the work that we we would all agree would be charitable activity. Uh, so, yes, you do look at these companies, especially the, the major brands that you and I would both recognize, the Fortune 500 types, the, the companies that we interact with every day, and you see some of those are the best, the worst actors. Uh, companies like uh, Starbucks, Target, Walmart, those are all liberal companies according to our system because of the organizations they've supported through their charitable giving. And this includes both direct and indirect contributions. I notice that you've got uh, red, for example, is a direct support of a liberal cause, where orange would be indirect. Yellow, as you pointed out, is neutral. Then there's light green for or for uh, companies that indirectly support conservative groups or are uh, traditional Christian groups. And then dark green yeah. for those that directly support. Yes, and we wanted to, we think that the indirect support is important because it goes back to the complex world of nonprofits and uh, charitable giving in the first place. You know, a, a lot of times organizations hide behind their 501c3 status. For example, uh, the United Way has uh, about I think 1,200 affiliates around the country. And United Way is, is uh, we, we know the branding of the of United Way organizations. We understand what, what their role is in, in fundraising within different communities. But a lot of these United Way 
chapters uh, do fund Planned Parenthood. And for the longest time, they said, well, you know, 5% or less than 5% of our affiliates are involved with Planned Parenthood. And they tried to say things like, but that's just a pass-through from a donor. Um, and we looked at it and said, well, why is, first of all, why is United Way involved with Planned Parenthood in the first place? And secondly, there's not a really good resource to really show is, are they telling the truth about their Planned Parenthood donations? So every year we started a project here at Second Vote. Every year we look through the tax returns of every single United Way affiliate in the country and have found the actual organizations, the actual affiliates at the local level who are funding uh, Planned Parenthood uh, through their organizations. And you know, United Way actually was underreporting the number of affiliates that were involved. But we uh, think that's important so that people who are involved with United Way fundraising drives understand that their dollars may be going to an organization like Planned Parenthood. We've created a database on our website. Anyone can go check it. It's organized by state to say, is my local United Way organization uh, involved with Planned Parenthood or not? Uh, but we, th- there's a real impact to getting this information out because we've been tracking this, these United Way chapters for over four years, and we've seen the number of United Ways who fund Planned Parenthood go from 83 all the way down to 62 individual chapters. So sh- having this information publicly available is important because it gives potential donors, it gives people who might want to support the United Way or might want to support another charity, the information to say, I'm not going to support this organization unless they start, unless they change their activity, unless they start uh, aligning more with my values or getting away from organizations that undermine our values. I like the name of the organization, Second Vote. I saw how it was named on your website, the idea being that a person votes the first time when they go into the voting booth, but they vote a second time when they decide how to spend their money. Yeah, we, we have a vote every day, and we don't always think of it in that way. You know, the, the, the left has been busy over for decades in, in America, and we used to think, you know, we've always conveniently thought, well, the left is in charge, has a hold of Hollywood, and they have a hold of the entertainment industry and the media and academia. And, well, business is kind of neutral, but uh, the reality is uh, the left is, has, a, has a stronghold within the business community, especially in big business. And when business uses its influence and its money to affect policy outcomes to affect the uh, the political narrative and the rhetoric of uh, in our country uh, they're doing so using our dollars so yes we do have a vote at the ballot box that's our first vote and we always align our vote with our values we don't we don't go vote just uh, randomly we so we we say that we want to support the candidates and the politicians that are going to uphold our values so in the, the same way though we have a, a second vote every day because our dollars affect what corporations can spend if they're going to try to uh, in, engage in political advocacy or in cultural advocacy. Uh, so we do have a vote every day, and we need to start thinking in terms of, of how we can use uh, that second vote to really make an impact. And the first, uh, the, the first thing I tell people is 
companies survive because of your dollars. They, they can only engage in these bad activities with your dollars. So your dollar is your leverage. Uh, and that's a great way to start engaging with the company. If I'm a customer, I need to be telling that company, I don't want you doing this anymore. We don't like to talk about boycotts. Uh, you know, that boycotts kind of get the, the word gets thrown around a lot on both sides. Uh, and that's a very complicated uh, process. But we talk in terms of engagement and, and accountability. The first tool we have is our shopping dollar. And we can use that to start the conversation. Uh, you know, the more we start thinking of those terms, the more we're willing to engage because the left has been very willing to engage these companies for a long time. We're just waking up to it, and we need to start using that leverage to start to bring companies back to the middle, bring them back to neutral. What would I do if I had a company locally that I patronize, but I don't know what they do, and they're not listed on your site? How would I bring that to your attention? Well, that's a great question, and that's uh, something we talk about a lot at Second Vote. Uh, because uh, we invite people to, uh, of course, uh, to to tell us, hey, there's this great organization, there's this great company, we think they're doing a good job, we think that they are operating their business in accordance with second most values, and that's a that's a really good thing. Of course, there's there's small local businesses, mom and pop type uh, operations all around the country, and, and uh, you know, there's not a lot of uh, there's not a lot of information. Uh, they're not in the news. They're not out there. Uh, they're they're not out there spouting off or signing petitions to join these other CEOs like we were talking about earlier. So there's not a lot of information. And uh, just think of it, we're always constantly adding and updating the company in our database. Uh, but we've always talked about one of the ways you can find the best alternative is to start looking locally. When you see the big box stores really are not on our side when they the big box stars sort of are, are funding organizations that we don't agree with. Uh, one of the best alternatives is to shop local because uh, if we look at, if we look at local businesses, small businesses, logically, we know they don't have the excess revenues to really get engaged funding uh, left wing think tanks or left wing uh, advocacy organizations. Uh, but the owners are also in our communities. The owners, the managers, are the people we uh, go to church with. Their uh, their kids go to school with our kids. Uh, those are people we can engage with directly, and we can and we can hold them accountable. We can say, "I saw you were involved. I saw your company was doing this. I just wanted to explain to you why I don't think that's the right move for your company to make." And you'll be surprised uh, just how how. How responsive these uh, these small businesses are because they they depend on you um, and they want to be part of your uh, they want they need your business they want your business but they also want to really align with their communities as well and that's really a, a great a great is a great alternative but it's also where you have the local local you have power over a company you have influence over a company because they're within your own community. I want to talk a little bit about your website first of all the. The name of the organization, Second Vote, that's the numeral two, not 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 yeah. TWO, the numeral two ND second vote, uh, pardon me, uh, the numeral two vote, one word, numeral two dot vote, mm-hmm. uh, dot, the dot org or is it dot com? Dot com, secondvote.com, although I believe you can get there through dot org as well. We've, we've got a few, it redirects, but yes, the two ND vote dot com is the best way to reach us. 
you'll you'll find it's it's very simple to navigate. We have company scores and we have a lot of news uh, that we update uh, just about every day. Uh, we uh, we talk about what's happening in the world uh, or in, in the United States chiefly, and how are these companies involved? We encourage your listeners to come to secondvote.com, again, 2ndvote.com, and sign up for our newsletter because uh, every week we send out some of the headlines from the previous week talking, uh, give people a summary of what corporations have been doing, how they've been engaged in advocacy over the previous uh, few days. And and, and we highlight some of our research. We have a full-time research team on staff who are constantly looking into what these companies are doing because they don't exactly advertise uh, their activity. Uh, Bank of America does not go out and tell us, do you want to open an illegal immigration checking account, even though they are funding uh, advocacy behind sanctuary cities. They're not very forthcoming, but you can come to secondvote.com and find out the information about what these companies really aren't telling you. One thing I noticed on your website is that you've got uh, a weekly update uh, on ratings, and that that impressed me. Where where you you're obviously on top of the issues and are keeping track of what's happening week by week. Yeah, well, you know, we I, so we've scored over almost 900 companies in our database, and uh, and again, our our enemies, the other side, is very uh, active and these things are constantly moving we're a, we're a small 501c3 organization uh, trying to keep track and uh, you know we only have a few people on staff but every day that means we have to get the best information uh, because we, uh, we are we are under attack uh, our values are under attack and corporate America is is largely involved uh, so it's it is, there is a lot of work involved with keeping this information up to date and and keeping people informed. Uh, so that's why we encourage people to become a part of the second vote movement. Uh, get involved with our communications or and become a part of our newsletter. Yes, we will. Part of our newsletter, we do send a date a weekly update of here are the here are the scores. Here are the, here's the research we've actually performed on these companies. Mr. Kuykendall, we're coming to the end of the program. I want to thank you very much for appearing on this program and telling me about this organization. Frankly, I had never heard of it until I actually did uh, some in-depth searching, and I'm, I'm glad that uh, perhaps this word is finally getting out, that there is a tool like you offer to help Christians and Lutherans become responsible consumers, and that's how we exercise our free to be faithful. Well, Kip, uh, we appreciate the invitation. We'd love to come back at, at any time to talk with you and our listeners. And, and we appreciate you reaching out because this is how we spread the word. Uh, you know, the, the, the other side, the left, has a lot of tools and a lot of funding at its disposal. It's going to take people like you and me talking to each other and talking to our friends and saying, hey, look at Second Vote's information. It, it, it really comes down to the person with the dollars who's going to make the decision on how to spend them. Uh, so let's engage with our friends. Let's engage with the people we go to church with and, and tell them, hey, there's a resource. Let's build a movement that we can have several million people telling these companies, just get out of the activity. Don't do these bad things anymore, and we'll all be happy to do business with you again. Well, thank you very much, and I'm sure we'll be hearing from you again in the future. Thank you. I appreciate it. You've been listening to Free to be Faithful, produced by Worldwide KFUO, the official broadcast ministry of the Lutheran Church, Missouri Synod. Thank you for listening and supporting Free to be Faithful.
on Worldwide KFUO.